0: Hey everyone, it's Mallow, your host of Identico After Dark and the creative director here for Identico. Before we get started, I just wanted to let you know that this episode is brought to you in part by Gamer's Heaven, and their newest location just north of Seattle, Washington. There, in a family-friendly and welcoming environment, you can play tabletop or video games, read manga, or just relax with friends and sample some amazing drinks from their boba tea bar. If you want to learn more, log on to gamersheavenseattle.com to see hours and location. Now let's get on with the show. Hello Fringers. The following podcast may not be suitable for all ages. Listener discretion is advised. Hello everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Identico After Dark. Our nerdy little live podcast where we talk about video games, TV, music, movies, and more. My name is Mallow. I am your host tonight. I'm joined by my co-conspirator, Alex the Humanoid. How you doing, sir? What's
1: going on, everybody. It's Star Wars Day.
0: It's another Star Wars night. Joining us on the panel for this episode. It's just out of the back to tank and he's not fully thawed. It's
2: Joe. I think back well I think carbonite's a better analogy for what I felt like. I, I if you put me in a back to tank of like Wednesday or Thursday last week, I might have just dissolved into the fluid <laughs> and gone out with the drain water. <laughs> also image, folks. Yep. <laughs> yep.
0: <laughs> Also joining us on the panel tonight is returning fan favorite and Maxi from the Chaos Incorporated
3: crew, it's Michael. I appreciate the ego boost I got from you calling me a fan favorite. I, I, I just, I got to say, like, that makes me just feel all warm and fuzzy, so thank you. Well, I,
0: you know, we got to build you up before we
3: get to the salt. Yeah, no, because I'm, I'm definitely, I'm probably going to get torn down tonight. My understanding is that, uh, that Alex is not going to be taking any salt tonight. Uh, he's on a low-salt diet, and I feel like we're going to break that tonight. I feel like... Uh, his his cardiologist is going to be real mad at us.
1: I am particularly salty, and I got into this discussion with Phil earlier today, and y'all will understand some of my salt. I think Mallow will be the one who sympathizes with my salt
2: Fair. the most. Fair. Well, we've already established you're wrong, so. Wow.
1: No. All right, before, you- before
0: we get to the name tossing, <laughs> I have to go through the beginning of the show. <laughs>
3: That's true. <laughs> Would you guys just let Mallow get through his bit? I
0: just got to get through the bit. That's all. Uh, I want to let you know that this show is partially brought to you by uh, Hero Forge. There's an affiliate link down below here on the Twitch streams. Uh, And if you're watching this on uh, YouTube later and in the podcast, uh, you, if you are building uh, minis for your next D&D or Identico game, uh, you can join and create a custom mini on Hero Forge's site. Uh, Alex's camera continues to not want to focus on the mini itself, but they're beautiful. They also come in full color now, uh, and they also are creating a lot more things that are for modern and sci-fi as well as, uh, games like ourselves, Starfinder, Cyberpunk Red, many of the other ones out there, uh, come to fruition. Uh, so go there. If you're not doing, just doing D&D, you can kind of create them all and go from there. So go check it out. Yeah. Use our affiliate link. Uh, it's down below. Uh, and it's also going to be in the chat here in a little bit as well. Um, playidentico.com. If you are not, uh, familiar with the game, you can go there and you can find all sorts of cool merch, uh, as well as the core rule book, uh, the supplements that we have there as well. Uh, and just today, literally right before we went live, I put up a new sticker. I had teased it. We got more of the holographics, neon gothic. Ooh. go check it out um well, two seas, so you know it's good <laughs> it's double I mean, thick
1: like the triple entendre there
0: yep
2: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm, uh, some people say i write for a living i'm just saying
2: well those guys are nerds
0: yes <laughs> so go check it out we have a limited uh number of quantities there so playidentico.com slash merch uh go check it out uh also uh down below you'll see a link over to uh, Gamers Heaven and the new uh, Seattle location. If you're listening to this on the podcast, I'm sorry, because I'm going to go and actually have a bumper at the beginning of the podcast that advertises this too. So anyways, go support our friends over there, including the person in this podcast that you know just happens to help run the joint,
3: so. I don't know if that's an announcer's note as much as it is a note to, to future Mallow. Remember to put the bumper on at the beginning of this episode. I, when I, when I, have, a, I have a
0: template right now that has the the, the two sponsor <laughs> bumpers already in it and your uh, uh, warning oh,
3: nice. <laughs> already yes. baked
0: into it. So all I got to do is drop in this part uh, of it and go.
1: And if you want Wonderful. to play Identico with Mallow and I, yes. we're there every Thursday running a living campaign that ties into Chaos Inc. So what's happening in that campaign will affect what's going on in Chaos Inc.? And what's happening in chaos inc will affect what's going on in that campaign it's super duper fun yes we're in for every thursday from 6 p.m to 10 p.m
0: Co- so- come and have some fun roll some dice with me i uh we had two tables worth of players last week i think we had like 14 or 15 players yes. show up uh so it was good times had by all uh so come check us out thursdays again 6 p.m
1: there's always room for more at the table
0: yeah we we got you covered so come learn uh if you're not if you're brand new to uh identico or even just tabletops in general we'll teach you everything you need to know on the fly it's okay it's very easy to jump in um i had one other announcement that i wanted to kind of put out there for it and it's bloody well escaped me um
1: Mid roll, it's
0: fine. Yeah, it'll be fine. I'll think about it maybe by the end of it. Uh, the other thing that I did want to say though, uh, after I went through that, is uh, thank you to everybody who has gone to our YouTube channel and subscribed. Uh, we are on the march for a hundred subscribers over there. Uh, then we get the fancy little custom URL. Uh, we're also on the we're also on the uh, on the quick march uh, to monetization over there. Uh, yeah. That's happening quickly, so y'all are watching the shows well, over there uh, a lot. I understand
3: that YouTube pays just slightly better than Spotify? Slightly. Slightly. You know
1: what? At this point, we're just we're yeah. trying to get there. <laughs> yeah, and here's,
0: here's the thing. Everything that y'all have done literally is keeping the show going, so we see some resubs and we see some raids over in the chat. Thank you, because all of that goes to, we actually just reinvest it right into the show so we can keep it going. Yep. Um, but I want to just thank, uh, from our Twitch and YouTube subscribers, your majesty, Prince Lancer boy, uh, Zane Reaver and the little a O. So thank you all for your subs. Uh, if you, uh, have subscribed via podcast, uh, give us a shout on our socials and let us know. So we can also shout your uh, name out, uh, here on the show, because every time you do that, that goes to help, uh, spread the word. And we get past all the machine and corporate algorithms that keeps us down damn the man and we're immediately demonetized for that but you get what i'm saying
1: and then come hang out in our discord server where we talk about everything from video games to posting silly memes and all kinds of stuff so if you're not in the discord server yet you should definitely check out the identico discord it's a lot of fun yeah everybody's really really nice over there come come talk lost Ark because
0: i'm having to live through you all when it comes Mm -hmm. to lost Ark because i haven't had a chance to play it yet but that seems yeah. to be the flavor of the month when it comes to MMOs. And But it does look beautiful in all seriousness. It looks gorgeous.
2: So and We have a regular crew on every Friday night. You're happy to jump in whenever you want.
0: Oh, and you can come see me whine and complain while we play uh, Pomo Party. Let's, or golf. Let's
2: rephrase this. You can come watch Maliby bad at video games.
0: Uh, I am fine at video games.
2: <laughs> oh. You know, between this show, where we're definitely gonna argue about Star Wars, and between me trolling Mallow on on whatever game we're playing on Friday nights, I kind of expect Mallow to punch me in the junk every time I see him. <laughs> and I'm just waiting for the punch Joe at the store and get ten percent off your bobo discount.
0: Look, you know, I already we might be able to make that happen. So here's the thing. <laughs> if you go and subscribe at the YouTube channel and you bring me proof that you subscribe to the YouTube channel, and you sit down at my table on Thursdays, I will give you five free hundred XP. Free, free, yeah. Five hundred free XP. There we go. I word good. Uh, I will give you five hundred free XP uh, at the table if you show me that you are a new subscriber to that. So I'm just saying, yeah. I'm not above incentivizing people to, to, to help us out. We got to do it somehow. And Anyone I mean here remember y'all. Groove Shark? Yes, I do. Hated Actually, that program.
1: I love- I want up this. If any of y'all catch Joe at the store and walk up to him and tell him Ahsoka is a superior Jedi to his face, I will give you 5% off of your purchase. Whatever you want in the store. <laughs> I, yeah, I accept this
2: challenge. <laughs>
1: Because I, I would really love <laughs> to see somebody do that to kill.
2: <laughs> right, his Boba's pretty often. <laughs> I, you just say your wife does it for free. So. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah.
1: That's true. Uh, all right. All right. So
0: here is your fair warning for everybody in the chat. This is a spoiler cast. We yes. are going to talk all about the entire season of Book of Boba Fett slash Mandalorian season three, episodes one, two, and three because I, that's what i thought I, about the season so far can
1: i make a can i make a, a comment about the spoilers fact right there really fast yeah go ahead there are no spoilers in this episode if you watched the first every episode but the last one and then watched the last one you should have seen everything that happened regarding hey, boba fett yes but fair. there's there's it some is, other things fair. that came up we haven't even formally
2: started talking about it, and he's throwing shade, and y'all call me the salty
3: one? And I, I want to just ask, and this is unrelated to you my got, brief disappearance, you guys keep going. um, does anyone know if Chinese mustard goes bad?
1: I have no idea. I mean, I know mustard's got a long shelf life.
2: I was saying, my understanding uh, is the mustard pretty come. much never goes bad.
3: Okay. Just currently saying
1: yes, Michael.
3: uh, Okay. Okay. I'm just again, just uh, like unrelated to any reason that I might be asking, just out of pure curiosity. Just, just curious. That's all, really. I I, 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 I I used it for a friend. You know, there was a packet of mustard uh, that I may uh, have used this afternoon that may now be impacting my life. (laughs) <laughs> uh, Colon life, you know. Colon hey. life. Hey, hey,
0: Michael, you're supposed to open the packet of mustard before you use it.
3: Oh, you don't ingest yes. in the whole packet. Yeah. In- okay. I know instructions yeah, you know. are unclear, but no, yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. I figured just to like it. just masticating it would release yeah. all that mustardy goodness. Uh, I must be wrong. It's anyway,
0: not. It's not enough. like the. It's not like the the. You know the little things you put in the dishwasher. That like, yeah, like little yeah. packets that explode and that. It, yeah. it doesn't work yeah. like that.
3: Well, I it's mean, not like a Tide Pod.
0: Yeah, exactly.
2: <laughs> don't look at it as a negative. Look at it. You just gave us the opportunity to revive the, this channel's old tradition of having a PSA every episode. PSA: <laughs> yeah. Chinese mustard apparently goes bad.
3: And there you go. Exactly. And and don't eat the packet whole. Um, don't do that. Um, See, so enough, about, I, I back, like yeah, enough. I came back. Yeah, I came back
0: about halfway through it. I thought you were talking uh, about yellow mustard. All mustard has no, a no. shelf
3: life. Uh, uh, enough of my gastrointestinal distress. Let's get to the episode. Okay. Welcome new viewers <laughs> yeah, nobody, nobody is listening to Identico after Dark for you know tips on what not to eat. Are you on gonna- your Ramen noodles in the afternoon?
2: I think you're implying that this show was so bad it gave you a gastrointestinal
3: distress. Oh, no, no, not at all. All Uh, I was just so nervous to be on the show with you guys again. Because, Mm. again, there's just (laughs) my... Maybe this is just nervousness that's impacting me here. You know, you guys just put me on my toes. There's there's
0: a joke here about how the Book of Boba Fett was. I'm just saying. There's a segue here. Speaking (laughs) of...
1: How are we doing this, Mallow? Are we doing whole season or do you want to just talk about the last episode
0: what do what we do oh no it's a whole season this is our recap now this is a whole I know, season we'll recap because right, i'm gonna set this up with for a bit here because because of a certain way that the show was run this season mm-hmm. you can't look at things you can do recaps episode to episode yes. but you really have to take this entire season now that we've we did a boba fett episode this is boba fett episode number two um you kind of have to look at the season in its totality to see where all the plot lines and everything that worked out and yada, yada, yada went to, uh, because interesting choice of how to bring all of this together. That's what I'll say to get us started. Who would like to go first?
2: What I'm kind of curious before we totally dive into this, <laughs> whoever's going to be commenting on us, so what grade letter would you give this show? I'm going to call it a C
1: plus. Okay. Alex, what would you give it? I'm going strong B plus, weak A minus. Okay. Michael.
3: I am solidly in the B camp, B plus, B minus.
0: I am also solidly in the like high C B camp, I think, which is to say as still passing grade and it's still good because Honestly, having Star Wars... So I'm gonna, I'm gonna start this now, because there's a lot of salt on the internet. Having any Star Wars, okay, is better than having no Star Wars. Let's go ahead and just put that rule out there. We got to see people do the pew-pews, we got to see some lightsabers, we got to tell a Western story. So, having any bit of Star Wars is better than having no Star Wars. With that said (laughs) Boba kind of was missing about
2: halfway through the series (laughs) Boba did almost nothing let's be honest
0: At least in the last episode At least in the last episode Surprise entrant number like 50 in this This series was a vehicle to bring in fan favorites from all other series Is what I'm convinced about Uh, fan, Fan favorite number 75 was Cad Bane uh, and at least they had Cad Bane and Boba calling each other old men in the last episode, because that had been a glaring thing that was going on throughout the
2: whole series. I should have saved it, but on the other day on Reddit, I saw an image that, that said, they that one the thing that, that, you know, edited the, the, like, I don't know, the logo of the show, I guess, uh-huh. or whatever you yeah, call yeah, it. Yeah. it was just called a book of, I am Boba Fett. <laughs> like, because that's pretty much all he did this season. <laughs> is walk around like I am Boba Fett, <laughs> <laughs> and soaking in a bathtub. Well, honestly,
0: so, bath our first episode movie. was called Furious Head Nodding because for the first two or three episodes, that's all Boba Fett was doing was head nodding to, to the Tuscans because they didn't talk. Mm-hmm. So,
1: because I'm trying to remember, I'm gonna have to pull up the dang episode guide. Uh, so let's let's go back.
3: Mm-hmm. Way back,
1: I really loved back in time.
2: The a Tuscan. long time ago in a galaxy far, far away.
1: Loved the Tuscan stuff. Thought yep. it was really well done. Thought him training with the t- Tuscans and doing all that added a lot of depth to the character. I felt that it was like I saw a lot of whinging about it, and I was like, okay, this all makes sense to me. Like I see what they're I, I can see what they're trying to do. Yeah. And I think I see where they messed up, which is what puts it in the like B plus A minus category for me. And I'll come back to that later. But I really, I didn't think it was fierce head nodding. I thought it was pretty good about being like, Hey, we got a lot of ground to cover between end of return of the Jedi. And we know Mandalorian started what five years after return of the Jedi. you've got to cover a a five-year gap and be like why has no one freaking seen or heard of Boba Fett in five years until he shows up on Tatooine during Mandalorian season two
3: Mm -hmm. here's the thing though you didn't have to cover any of that Mm -hmm. like the way they introduced Boba and I'll I'll just argue this point the way they introduced boba in mando the way they kind of brought him on yeah they could have done an episodes recap at best of getting you like the the highlights of where boba's been and they could have like smoothly transitioned that into the current story without doing it the way that they did they would have missed a couple of really cool things that they did the tuscan stuff I I really enjoyed the Tuscan stuff. What I didn't like is how poorly the Tuscan stuff was bridged to the current day stuff. See, and this is- We talked about that before with the, you know, it was directorial choices. Initially, I agreed with
1: you. Now I disagree. I think they screwed up in that. I think there's too much subtext to it, right? But I think it's directly related to how Boba Fett goes from I'm a jerk bounty hunter to I need to protect people and I'm gonna rule with respect. Because that however many year period, he's with the Tuscans, and if you shorten that, it doesn't, I don't feel it has the weight as to why that would change his personality and who he was but, so dramatically.
3: But I'd also, I also liked about it. I'd argue though, Alex, that nothing they showed in the time with the Tuscans gave you the impression that there was five years worth of time. And Again, I, I don't, I don't feel you, like you wanted. They... You wanted to see winter on
0: Tatooine. You wanted to see a Tuscan Christmas tree.
3: And, and literally, <laughs> I think that's
1: the problem that they had it's, no. it's, there's too much they left to subtext, and you've got to read a little more into it than I think that they should have. I'm Writing a directorial decision to not show you that passage of time a little more clearly, because you're right, you could look at that whole sequence and be like, that was a month and a half.
3: I mean, I, you, I mean, you really could, if, if you were, if you were that, if you were thinking in that way about it, there was no real way to show, or they didn't really show the passage of time other than, you know, the changes in Boba really, and his relationship to the Tuscans. Uh, You know, one could assume that that does take time to earn the, the trust of these people. But at the end of the day there was nothing really showing that time passage even their subtle usage of like him healing to show ta- passing of time it, it was too subtle
1: i i agree and that's what knocked yeah. it down was it was too subtle
2: can i offer a dissenting opinion
3: Ooh. you sure can <laughs>
2: <laughs> please my, my problem with the show is uh i very much got the impression the entire time that this show was extraordinarily schizophrenic and how it wanted to, to display the story this this came across to me i don't necessarily hate what they did with the show but this whole entire season has just kind of revolved around in my head that they didn't know what they were doing with the story from start to finish because it jumps all over the place it's thematically just random as hell almost A third of the episodes that were available had nothing to do with Boba Fett to begin with. This really felt like a very unpolished, unfinished story that they were like, shit, how do we stretch this into seven episodes? And we ended up with the kind of schizophrenic story we have now. The only unifying thing that I saw in the entire season was that they should have named this the book of character arcs. Because they, it falls victim to what George Lucasisms where he wants to make every single character some kind of hero. So, he, it, Star Wars has a fetish for character arcs that go from someone being bad to someone being good. It. I, I spent some time in the shower this afternoon trying to think of this. Of the, all of the characters that have existed beyond one season or one movie, only four characters in the entire Star Wars saga have not had a, a good or a bad to good arc. Only four.
1: I'd, I'd be curious to hear what your four is. The only one I'm going to dissent with you on, because I actually saw somebody before this episode, this final episode came out, somebody was like, I bet you that they're going to do that bad to good thingy and that Cad Bane's going to turn on the Pike Syndicate. Right? But the very last, like Boba's either paying him or he's going to decide, screw it, I'm going to go with Boba. Um, and I'm glad they didn't do that because yeah. Cad Bane didn't need to turn into a good guy to come into the final like to to round him out for the final episode i think the way that they ended cad bane's story here the the way that was structured flies in the face of what you're saying there
2: nah cad bane i'm I'm amending my list of five people because i forgot cad bane exists because he should have stopped existing at the end of clone wars but i
0: i kind of liked
2: how he came Um, into this one though I'm gonna give space. you a lie, although I haven't seen Clone Wars, but still. Well, like I, like I saw him, like I, I've seen him in Clone Wars. I saw him in here, and I was like, okay, i like, as soon as he walked on the screen, I'm like, I'm already tired of space doc holiday, like I don't, <laughs> like we don't need any more of him.
1: Space Johnny Ringo, uh, so so I see where all y'all are coming from, and. It hit me as I was driving around this afternoon. I presume we're going to get into some detail stuff later. Um, I think John Favreau is MCUing this, and there's a reason. Oh, clearly. I, I, I think that like a lot of the, the 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 whinging I saw about the show early on, I was like, you got to wait until you get to the end of the season. Um to really look at how this is a full arc. Now I'm saying, okay, he's not doing just this season. This this entire series, and this is where I will criticize their production schedule and I'll criticize how they're releasing these. This entire season was set up. That's all it was. Mm -hmm. It was, we need to backstory Boba, explain how he got to where he is, set up some stuff because what's really important right like
3: is Mando season 3
1: Avengers right Right. (laughs) this is Avengers it's not Infinity War we're not I want
3: I want to be on board with that
1: and I'm telling you I'm willing to put money down that that's exactly what they're doing because I think the whole point of why did we bring Mando back into this what was the point of that
3: is Is to save production time on season 3 no. because that's the story that's- bits mm-hmm. sto- it, they could start season they could, right. st- they could start season three with Mando and Grogu already together because they already covered it and they can start back down the path to
1: and I think Boba's going to be a big part of Mando season three and I think that he's going to be part of the whole Mandalorian redemption uh, arc and he's going to be riding a freaking mythosaur on Mandalore I mean he's going to be dead all by of those him.
3: things no. Uh, all of those things may be the case, but uh, it's funny that you mentioned, you know, that they were, this was all kind of, uh, this was like world building, right? It's their, they're, they're doing the backup. The problem with that is that because they did so poorly with Boba Fett and his crew, like the consequences and the stakes for everybody around Boba Fett were non-existent. Because at no point, the only person that they give you a, a reason to care about that's surrounding Boba Fett is Fennec Chand. And the only reason you care about Fennec is because you know her from Mando. You know her from that part of the adventure. Like yeah. the the crew that Boba put together to protect his protect Mosespa is basically a bunch of, you know, it is a bunch of cameos and nameless people. Because I'll tell you what, they did the, in this episode for the finale was the first time I remember Boba actually saying the names of anybody in that mod crew.
1: So so the mod oh, crew, I will spicy. say, that's another thing that took me down. So it both increased my score and decreased my score because I saw what Jon Favreau and Robert Rodriguez were doing and I got the joke, but I was Stupid. like, dude, nobody else gets the joke. Like, I've seen so much commentary about that mod crew and I was like... Because it was no one, stupid. No, no one gets the joke. Ju- like there is. What's the joke? Whole, like, so there was a whole thing, and this goes back to when like Robert Rodriguez was making a Mariachi* and *Desperado*. Go back and watch *SLC Punk* and look at the mods there. This was a whole like, like, stylistic thing that happened in the early '90s with mods. And the minute I saw the way they were dressed, I was like. And then when they called them the mod crew, I was like,
2: Well the mod movement was originally from the sixties in the UK. Right. But and then
1: it was but it was big in the nineties with, with well, the stuff with that. And and I was just like, Oh my god, you I really thought about made these guys in here and it's funny to me, but it's not gonna be funny to anybody else.
2: It was stupid and unnecessary, and all it did was detract from the show. And this is coming from, I almost reinstalled Grand Theft Auto Five just so I can go on online and, and take a screenshot of my character with the, the Vespa with the, like, a thousand mirrors on the side of it, <laughs> like the one chick had in it. And don't get me wrong, <laughs> I, I, I somewhat enjoyed some of the actors. I was really into hot 90s hair chick girl that was in the Mod Squad. <laughs> but the whole Mod Squad... Was just like it was is what I was complaining about the last time we watched the show where they do something because they're like oh this will be cool like there's no real reason for it other than that it's cool including having the, the the fucking mod squad drive through a fruit stand in their first episode no, no. like fruit the, stand and a, and a picture. picture like i understand they were being a little tongue-in-cheek about it and they're trying to make like a little haha funny moment but it was so ridiculously out of place for the show that it should not have been a greenlit to happen
3: i it's it it
0: uh, takes the western trope i mean it took it like way out there right
1: and it was it was fun like I, didn't think i liked having black chrysanthemum in there oh i liked,
3: I, I loved all the cameos too i mean it's don't get me them. wrong
1: i i think that <laughs> especially if you look at the comic books and where he goes up and ends up with uh afra um that's a you know, nice throw in there
3: but, I, but it, like again like they didn't in, if 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 you know if you're part of the legends and the the canon universe and you know who some of these characters are, that gives you some more buy-in, right? Like you can like like you can be a little more concerned that Blackereth Sampton looks literally like in this episode, he's walking back to them through the fight, and it literally looks like his ankle is at a 90 degree, like yeah, dude, like I his thought that was literally I, and and but if you aren't someone who knows that existing lore chrysanthemum is a throwaway character
1: you're just looking at me like damn that wookie is tough as freaking nails right he he did come off as
3: tough i appreciated that 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 guy's a beast but i it's you know i think that's the problem for me is it's i wanted this to be like from and again this is all personal i was hoping that this show would be much more about a just literally focusing on boba's like crime syndicate story. And we, we've talked about this before, so that's no surprise coming from me. Uh, but then also like, I wanted that same kind of feeling of world building that, that uh, I had to say Mandalorian gave us. Like, you know, you got time with some of these side characters that you were able to actually develop. Like, I want to see them make it through this, okay. Not just because they have a name that I know, but because they are interesting characters. Uh, oh, yeah. And I feel like that was a, missing from this a lot
1: and see to me that was the tuskins and that was boba in my head because again i was like i i picked up on and the way that i watched the way that i absorbed the show right cuz the first the first episode where he was like we will rule from respect we're not doing fear, and we're not doing that i was like that's weird and then as i was like oh this is the tuskins are the first family that boba has had since his father was killed by mace windu right and Boba's whole life, and again, I'm not throw legends out the wall because I'm, I, 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 mean, yeah, I liked legends too, but it's not canon anymore. Uh, but if you, so if you look at just what's out there and the stuff that Boba did in Clone Wars and the stuff that, well, that- in
3: Clone Wars, Boba was basically raised by the Boba, the bounty hunter cadre,
1: right? And I
3: think Arsing that- and Bosk and they, were, they were all kind of his and, found and, family and, then, yeah, and, and Cad
1: and. And again, that's why I like the way they ended it with Cat Bane mm-hmm. was that was the perfect person to to do this was, but again, to me it was Boba spent time at the Tuscans and he for the first time in his life since his father found a real family, He's a real one that weren't <laughs> you know vicious bounty hunters that only cared about money. I and, and-
2: disagree. <laughs> uh, like a hundred percent. Like I get what you're saying. <laughs> But it's it, it, like unlike, you
1: just agree in that they didn't do a good job of showing that, or that's not what they were intending?
2: That they did a terrible job with the entire story. This is part of the reason why I think this should be called Boba, "Book of Boba Fett," the character arc. Because like my, one of my chief problems with this yeah. show is I didn't like that they brought in a bunch of character like Grit Sanson. I like didn't want that. Like but whatever it's okay my problem was is they, like i said at the beginning they took george lucas's fetish for making bad people into good people and took it and took that knob dialed it up to 11 and broke it off who, because who though cuz you start out with let's Besides, go through the, let's go through the cast of characters real quick you have a giant angry wookiee who has is known for just like straight up murking people and just being a horrible person and more just in general okay that's one he becomes a soft cuddly teddy bear that, that has very poorly shot the crutches at the end of the, the very final yeah. episode you have Boba fett, who watched his dad get killed by Jedi on Geonosis and went through a horrible time and basically became the ruthless and cold-blooded killer because of that, who then loses his family in similar circumstances, found family, and then is just like, oh wait, I'm gonna be all happy and hugs and love because of that. It's out of character for him. him. You have Fennec Shan, who is a hard-bitten, ruthless Imperial assassin who gets sh- shot and left for dead in the desert and just comes back is like right sunshine and flowers let's do this awesome thing and help each other
3: out and make community i would, I would no i would uh, i would actually argue the fennec shand piece uh, she is not the
2: hard-bitten assassin that she was at the start no, when she you're, showed up in no
3: you're, you're absolutely right you're absolutely right she was not the fennec Shan was not the same character we saw in mando get shot but i would also say that through the course of this show fennec managed to stay closest to her core which was that Fennec is going to do what needs to get done that's why Boba sends her to do all the dirty work it's also
1: the mm-hmm. why she was the one the whole time who was like you should be murking people
3: you yeah should be messing people up she was you she be was be willing to let everyone. Boba she was willing to let Boba like make the mistakes that he was going to make because she I, I think that's in character for her though again. I think Fennec Fennec realized well I think a Fennec owed Boba her life though so, of course there is that I, i've i've never owed my life to a person but i'd be willing to bet i'm gonna give them some leeway on decision making if it turns out that i got shot right. left for dead and they brought me back um i still don't think that'd be enough to make someone into a cuddly teddy bear i, I, I well, say you say cuddly teddy bear i don't see
2: that from fennec
1: she picked up that Athorian by his neck Okay, right? so she,
2: she did what like, she she dove back into her life once and no, then you're like, Oh man, wow, she's murdered. definitely a hardcore the whole time.
1: She, she any he Boba was like, Yeah, go ahead. She was like, Hang on, let me murder these people. <laughs> Boba had to specifically tell her when they got attacked by the shield guys early in the season, he was like, Look, we need one of them alive. And she killed all but one of them to make sure that they had one guy left to interrogate, but the other dude she was like, Yeah, I'm gonna murk you first. Right? Like I don't see
2: murking an entire group as really being that bad of a thing in Star Wars because it happens fucking all the time. Everybody does it. Like, that's just kind of like you go to the grocery store and you end up murking less on fucking sweet games.
1: you people to not be a cuddly teddy bear, right? That's where you're at. I, I'm i with Michael on this one. I don't think she turned into a cuddly teddy bear. I think that she killed well, a lot
3: of fools. There was there was a there was a character change. I will 100% give you there was a, a change in her character's demeanor. But I feel like given the experience that she had with Boba and their relationship, I feel like that was her giving Boba. You know what? I'm gonna let you make this call because this is your this is your city. I'm just I'm your second, and I'm telling you what I think is right to do because she constantly was like i think you're making a mistake i think you're doing this wrong mm-hmm. but but so like, I, I will i will just argue that i will argue that point the, Joe, the, the continue ch- so. the
2: cherry my character art cake is they even managed to do it to a rancor <laughs> they, they they turn take a vicious evil creature but which evil and depending on it because i did mention the the dathomiri witches whenever they brought him in yep so uh, you know, a, a character that was a bad guy, granted it's not the same Rancor, but it was a bad guy in Return of the guy. it was very cast as this is a vicious monster yep. and they bring him in and and they immediately turn him in and to a cuddly pet that just drools above Boba set sight, and then they cap off the season with Baby Yoda taking a nap in his jowls. Which like they did it it to a cool. Rancor.
1: First off, Baby Yoda used the Force, so... Let's throw that one to the side. And the other thing is, it's Doesn't always matter. been established that rancors have trainers and things like that. They're not yeah. like the reason it was the bad guy was because Jabba and the trainer had it controlled and he would kill people with it. But rancors just as that that's like being like, you know what's evil? A great white shark. No, it's not what? evil. It's I just just had this
2: conversation evil. with the wife the other day. Sharks are evils. Because sharks <laughs> have existed longer than trees. Have survived all five mass extinctions and are still around. All right. I'm the one that's crazy because I'm scared of going in the ocean.
1: I want to hear from Mallow now. I want to hear from Mallow in the chat because we've we've been arguing around in a lot of. A I'm having fun minutes. just
0: chatting with chat right now. We're just having a whole side conversation.
1: Just uh, you know, putting it out there. I'm. I'm. I'm just saying like. I think that, that where we are on this is, is just an area where it's like I think it's it's I I understand what Joe and Michael are saying. I think Michael's somewhere between me and Joe. That's I, a I scary agree. place I to me.
3: No, I, mean, <laughs> I, I mean, it's cozy. It's warm. Um, <laughs> can we talk? Can we talk? About, I
1: want to I want to add a positive note. So the thing that made me like happy and the thing that I wish they would have done like twice more. So, and I will criticize him for not doing it until the last episode. Okay. When Mando and Boba came out of the top of the fucking sanctuary, both on jetpacks, and they were flying around, like, icing those Pike Syndicate guys while flying, I was happy. I was like, yes! Packpacks! Got jets!
2: I, I did like the final... No, the, the, the final of the gunfight was pretty good. Uh, I... I with some caveats, but we can talk about that later. But the the, the type of you know, the 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 action was good. I like that.
1: I enjoyed watching Boba Fett ride a rancor. Again, you could argue about the storyness of it, but admit it—that was just. Riding the rancor
2: is not the problem. Like, yeah, was, like I, I was fine with. I was even fine with the rancor showing up. I was really hoping they weren't going to do a. Uh, king kong on the skyscraper thing at the very end which they ended up not
3: doing it like you yeah, know, it did. i did i was i was worried that oh, they were going to do that. they totally did king kong on the skyscraper no 100%. i'm talking about him getting killed and falling off oh okay okay yeah oh, i was yeah, gonna say cause that, the whole like leaning like leaning yeah. off with the one arm yeah i enjoyed
2: i enjoyed the fighting in the city it, it, it was pretty good for the most part um, we'll come back. I'm sure we can come back to it later. I kind of felt like the production value on this, this whole show was kind of shit and half finished, uh, especially so compared
3: to well, Joe. I, we've talked about this, I think, but on the last episode, I don't know that you were on, but we mentioned it then too. Like as soon, literally at the first four episodes, I felt like the Mas Espa was literally, it felt like a studio backlot. Like yep. it just did not feel like pieces. the other environments that they had spent time in 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 the other show however then they got to episode five and suddenly it's as if they had a production budget and they decided they wanted to spend a shitload of money on effects and and direction <laughs> and boom they the spent it all episode, in the deepfake because it wasn't made for Boba Fett. <laughs> both yep, of the mando man. episodes both of the like both of those episodes far outclass the other episodes in the series like as far as production value and the actual the the budget I mean I would I would assume budget because it certainly looks like they spent more money on making everything look the way it was supposed to look I will say when, when deep Mando's deep walking deep. around in the in the Halo ring, in that, in that, in, yeah. the, in the Halo Ring world, because when he's walking a, around, it looked absolutely gorgeous. It was, like, it, was it was the
2: Mandalorian episode. They took it out of that budget. They probably just transplanted that season episode one of season uh, three.
1: No, I get. It. i It's not how I production budgets
0: work, but okay.
1: <laughs>
3: and sure it yeah, is. And, this um, is why
1: I think this is all set up for yeah, the the Infinity War of this, which is is going to be further down the line it's Um, a setup
0: for the infinity war, which was literally episode nine of the
1: movies, which I don't think. So uh, we can talk about that on a different star Wars cast. I'm (laughs) starting to buy more into, they may do something funky that I didn't think Disney would do. And I think they're getting some distance. They may end up doing it.
3: And Um, I think I I would also like to just throw out there that like, we've talked about kind of the, 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 dissonance between the Boba Fett episodes and the Mando episodes Mm -hmm. or the the Mandalorian focused episodes yeah if I was watching this without ever having seen Mando I would assume that those two episodes were a backdoor pilot for a show about the Mandalorian yes like 100% and that's what I feel like they're I feel like they were they used that time in this show in this series right this first season of Boba Fett they used that time to bridge things that they didn't want to have to deal with when they were doing season three, because Mando gets more backstory in two episodes for his rela- like for what's going on with him and Grogu and his new ship. He gets all of that, and every other character in the Boba Fett arc of things gets almost no time. You can mm-hmm. argue it's a mistake, but I think it's going to play into what. I don't think it's a mistake. Bo- I don't think it's a mistake because I, again, I enjoyed them. Like those episodes, saying- like I was like. I was like, yeah, Grogu, new to- ship. I feel I like this is to have a lot to
1: do with Boba Fett later. And without those two episodes, putting them into the chronological sequence, which is where they belong chronologically. I think that that's, it wouldn't make sense later. I think I see where they're going because I know Filoni likes stuff from the old canon. And I think the thing that they're going to bring back from the old canon as they brought back some things is I think they are going to make Boba the Mandalore at some point. I don't know when I don't know if it's going to be both at season two or Mandalorian season four or when they're going to do it. But I am I'm like 60 percent of the way that Boba will be the Mandalore.
2: I feel like this season was clutched together out of, you know, COVID was happening right in the middle of them doing all their production work for this, and I feel like it suffered as a result. I kind of feel like this is similar to what happened with uh, Captain Falcon and, and the Winter Soldier, or with Falcon and the Winter, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Soldier, yeah, yeah, and where they had a plot that they had to severely cut down for whatever reason, and this is what we ended up with. I have to say though, if this, if this Stretch of shows minus the Mandalorian episodes had come out about 10 years ago. it would have gone straight to VHS. <laughs> it, it was it felt not straight to li- DVD. <laughs> <laughs> very low budget it felt very incomplete it felt like they had chopped their story up to a point where they had to just scramble to try to make, make any kind of sense
1: well, I want you to go back, back and watch some 90s like sci-fi movies or even or, mid-aught sci-fi I movies I to have a, copy of of a low, low, low budget we have gotten so spoiled uh- no. no, 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 no! I'm sorry. You, 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 cannot, so you cannot,
2: you cannot tell me that this oh was not low budget wow. when they pulled out fucking 1997 Source Engine generic gunshot sound for the air quote cycler that she was I, shooting like, from the roof. Did hear the?
1: What's the name of that scream? The Wilhelm scream.
2: Wilhelm scream. I like,
1: if you go Don't back,
2: if you go back, there's a, there's a segment in the Rancor with the Rancor where he screams at the camera for like. 10 seconds. You can clearly hear where they copied and pasted parts of the audio loop and just stuck it in there. You can hear it. Okay. That shit should not have gone through production. And half of the blaster effects look like it came straight out of some kind of like fucking... Veggie tale, Star like, Wars.
1: I like how Jake gave this like a C, plus and he's he's just rapping it like it's an F. He's
2: like, because, this is
1: worse than Solo.
2: Because, uh, no, Solo was far better production wise than this because this came on the back of the mandalorian which we all have agreed was fantastic looking they they took a, a, a they they set a high bar with mandalorian and then we're just like well here's the leftover we left on the cutting room floor let's get our so, c team on this one
1: let, let me ask this then so the stuff let's start with those mandalorian episodes a little bit the way they handled the choice for grogu did y'all like that the stuff with ahsoka and how how luke was like here's your choice
2: I knew it was or coming. Be
1: a or be a Jedi. But do you like how they handled it?
2: I'm fine with it because I knew it was coming because Grogu had absolutely no mention at all in uh, the Force Flashback or the Flashback with Kylo Ren. Like I, I, like as soon as they started talking about him going to the Jedi Academy, I was like, oh, he's not finishing. What? He's either going to die <laughs> or, or quit.
1: My favorite. Now, do, you like, do you like Mando
0: Grogu? My, my favorite meme about this entire thing was. Uh, was the when Ben Solo reaches out to Grogu and Grogu's like, you're all right, dude. And Ben's like, I will spare your life.
1: <laughs> I love that meme. Yeah. It's my Michael, favorite. Do you, do you like Mandalorian Grogu better than Jedi Grogu?
0: Um, I think when it comes down to it, I think he's going to end up with a lightsaber anyways, um, frankly. I think he's going to get one. Yeah. Uh, I think he's going to end up with Yoda's lightsaber. I halfway expected so. him to come riding on the Rancor with a lightsaber in his hand.
2: Honestly, I think that's kind of why they brought... I thought that was why they brought Ahsoka in, because they're, like, saying, see, there are other Force users who are very distinctly not Jedi, because she says multiple times that she is not a Jedi.
3: So here's a... I I saw somebody comment on this in one of the other Discords I'm on, and I kind of... I was on board with it. Somebody was... One of the people that was throwing a lot of salt was throwing salt about how Luke was basically, you know, forcing uh in some way or in some way or form forcing the same choice that he got from from yoda which was you know you can leave but your training's that you're done like you can go help your friends or you can you can make your choice here you know yoda essentially told luke well you know if you leave that's it but we all as we all know that wasn't it well it was kind of in on his training yeah Well, but I mean, Luke continued to use the force on his own, continued (laughs) to train on his own, became a Jedi in his own right. So I feel like, again, we see it through that entire scene with Luke, where Luke is basically trying to train Grogu as much as he was trained by Yoda in a similar way.
1: So the, the best comment I saw that I think I agree with the most is the Luke that we're seeing here is the Luke that still buys the doctrinal garbage of the Jedi. This is mm-hmm. the pre like by Last Jedi. He's he's figured out that the Jedi were full of crap, but at this stage in Luke's life, he still thinks that the Jedi were right about shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so I, he's I, like, "I would like to, I would like way. to offer
0: that Yoda is the worst Jedi master of all time, and he led to the complete and utter downfall of the Jedi Order and the creation of Darth Vader, and damn near destroyed the entire galaxy because oh, yeah,
3: for of his next hubris." Next time, everyone. We don't have time for that entire discussion, but yeah, I, I, I'm, you know, in I like- hindsight, Yoda made a lot of bad choices, and it's the like dogma, go- it's
0: the dogmatic piece of Jedi, which is what's so frustrating. Uh-huh. To anybody watching, uh, Luke try to train Grogu and make him make a choice, it's like mm-hmm. you, you didn't know.
2: That's when you—that's that when you know that you have emotional maturity when you can come out and say the Jedi weren't the good guys. <laughs>
0: No, they, they uh, you know. generally were trying to be, and then they flipped around the Clone War time, and then it all went downhill from there.
3: Well, and so so in in, in Luke having Grogu make the choice, right? So that's, again, a kind of a reflection of the way Luke was taught. Like, you know, Grogu know, or Luke knew that there was this attachment to Mando, clearly, that either Grogu was going to have to get over in his mind, in Luke's mind, or he was going to have to just accept the fact that, you know what, maybe this isn't for you.
2: Well, You're Luke not. just needs to cool his jets because, I mean, if Yoda's any indication, Mando's going to be long dead before gets oh. old. Enough for yeah. it really. It's a good time.
1: And I because think they tried. I tra- like the writing there. I like yeah. the fact that Luke's this way.
3: And they tried to show, I think they tried at least, to show, like, when Ahsoka shows up and then she's talking about how she's going to leave, like, there is some genuine concern by Luke. Like, am I ever going to see you again? Like, you're the only other Jedi I know, and God, I could use another hand around here. Like, That's the kind of the, that's mom, the feeling. Mom, but that's the but yeah. You know, I that's have to the.
1: Imagine that she's told Luke the same thing she told Mando. I'm not going to train anybody because I'm not a Jedi, right? Mm-hmm. Like, that's her whole shtick right now. But
3: she's, but but you know, but she's Luke's only connection to the Jedi of the past, like the only living connection right. to but this, this him, storied past.
1: I'm not training you. I'm not training Grogu. I'm not a Jedi. See, and I kind of took her... whole is, I, kinda, I am no longer a Jedi Knight.
2: I kind of took her refusal less as I'm not training you because I'm not Jedi as more of a, I'm not training you as a Jedi because I'm not well, a Jedi. I,
1: I put it because feloni's involved in both. I put it in the context of the last time we saw her in... Yeah in Rebels where when she faces off with Vader and they're having their, their tete-a-tete and, and she's like, that I'm gonna uh, you know, get revenge. And Vader goes, revenge is not the Jedi way. And she goes, I'm not a Jedi. And it's that, that reference to y'all screwed up and I left the order, screw you. And I'm mm. not a Jedi anymore. I bled my lightsabers, that's why they're white. Like.
2: Well, I mean, I think she, and this is a rare phrase I think I have to give for Ahsoka. I think she is a character who realized that the Jedi were not the good guys. In the in the old EU, which I know doesn't really matter here, there was a statement by a character late in the series during the second galactic civil war between Jason yeah. Solo and Leslie. There was a Jedi, the ex-Jedi that lived on Mandalore. Who said he was no longer a Jedi, and he left the Order specifically because he was disgusted about how the Jedi could be pro-life, pro-everything, and then intentionally use the clones as sacrificial bait.
1: Uh, and specifically if you go and as clones, slave
2: warriors, basically. He was
1: one of the characters in the Clone Commando novels, mm-hmm. and he was one of the Jedi that fought with the Clone Commandos, right? That were trained specifically. Like, if you go back to the old days, the, the Cuivaldar that were the Mandalorians that were brought in by Django to train the clone commandos like that were supposed to be their Like yeah. elite Delta. Force yeah. But it's
2: just, it, it gives me a basis for respecting what Ahsoka chose. Maybe. I don't know if that's the reasons why, but that may have been at least partially the reasons why, where she realized that the Jedi order was basically evil in its own way by being. Oh,
1: yeah. yeah. Cause they threw her under the bus mm-hmm. and that is in the current candidate. Like they fully threw her under the bus they were like yep you're a terrorist now and she was like wait what like yeah. screw you guys
2: so I mean I kind of feel like if they're going to was especially with this depending on where I haven't paid enough attention to where they're setting the Ahsoka TV show like uh, what, what time it's period
1: it's it's after this.
2: But I, I'm kind of wondering if we're not going to see her more take on a role of, like I was saying before, she's not training people as Jedi, but that doesn't necessarily mean she's not training or at least offering guidance to Force users in so my, some capacity. My
1: presumption from Mandalorian and from what we saw of her in the Mandalorian and and where they left her character, my presumption is she's looking for Ezra.
3: Oh, and that's I, I feel and like... And she that... thinks that now that she
1: knows yeah. the Thrawn's reappeared, because the last time anybody saw him, Ezra was when he took him and Thrawn off into God knows where with the you know hyperspace whales.
3: Uh, I mean, they've already confirmed Sabine for the Ahsoka series, right? Uh, well, no, yeah, no, they
1: pretty much have. They, but they haven't said you know, yes, but no. The not, not that
3: officially. was m- my understanding of the Ahsoka series or the Ahsoka series was that it, it was basically going to be Ahsoka and Sabine looking for Ezra and Thrawn. And I'm sure they'll figure out a way to tie that into the larger storyline, the the you know, the Star Wars CU they've got going on. So the Disney Plus CU.
1: And this is where I think they're going. And this is again why I'm willing to give them a little more rope is because my guess here is this is all set up for what's coming next for this whole series. Um and that is like they set it up in the Mandalorian episode. She's like, well, the only way to redeem yourself is to bathe in the thing of Mandalore. And Boba Fett has the source going as, and Django is of Mandalorian descent. Although, like, again, what's a Mandalorian in your own eyes? Because you've got, like.
2: well, oh, the Concordian. And oh. all that stuff is all technically still part of the Mandalorian.
1: Right. And so. And, and they're all, like, the. It's essentially confirmed that the. The armor was one of the Death Watch people who was following Maul when Maul split the Mandalorians. And that's why she's got the weird horns on her head. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. To look like I kind
2: that. Of, I, I didn't even pay that close attention to Clone Wars, and I picked that up pretty much immediately. Well, and Especially it, since they had, what's his name? Vizla? Well, I can't remember the character's Arvizla, name. Yeah. I They.
3: And for those people that haven't watched Clone Wars, I mean in Mando they made it very clear from the armorer's com- comments that or from actually from uh from Bocatan's comments that uh you know there are different sects of Mandalorians and they mm-hmm. follow different beliefs. Well, you know in regards to they will all fall behind the one who's carrying the dark saber and
1: riding yeah. the Mithasaur. And Da-ding. I think that's where they're going with Boba. I think that I think the Mandalorian's going to be like, "Look, dude, You led these people, you want to lead some people, you don't want to be a punk anymore, I don't want to lead, lead these people, which is actually in the old EU, when he first Mm -hmm. became Mandalore, the Mandalorians were like, you're not really a Mandalorian, and it took him a long time before the Mandalorians were like, never mind, you're a Mandalorian
2: having just read that. It wasn't that they weren't just, uh, you weren't a Mandalore, it's just they thought he wasn't doing what was necessary to be Mandalore. Not Mandalorian, no, not. Mandalore. No,
1: Mandalorian. Before he became Mandalore, they were like, hmm, mm, really, dude? Because that's back when they were like, when he was leading them to fight the Vong.
2: Yeah. They... I'm pretty sure I'd have to go back I'd have to go back and, and well he never learned either um, he, he picked he up got, bits he a and lot pieces of crap but. For never speaking Mandalorian uh, but they I'm fairly certain I'd have to go back and watch it it's season one maybe season two whenever they basically showed Din Djarin being found in the dumpster by someone I'm fairly certain it's pretty blatantly a death watch
3: guy oh yeah for sure it's a death watch member that finds him yeah yeah so um, like I want to touch on something real quick if you guys don't mind uh okay. to interrupt the, the the eu discussion um i will say so this episode ended the season ended and i was surprised at while we did get a stinger in the credits right for what's gonna a happen good one. we got a good stinger at least we got a stinger that um i was happy to see yes um I also felt like they ended this season without any kind of tie-in or any kind of push or any kind of story related thing that would would cause you to believe there's going to be a second season.
2: I mean other than saying basically like we're the bosses now. Now what do we do I mean, basically? I I
3: felt like honestly the the little the little exchange they had at the end before they pull do the pull out of you know of the city um, the little exchange they had at the end that there was a small part of me that expected like the classic 90s sitcom freeze frame. As they I was, were like, as like, oh, Chris, I don't think it's a melon, but we don't. <laughs> and I was expecting like a little freeze frame high five.
2: I was, I was expecting someone to be like, I know a great falafel place right over
3: there, and then yes. cut to <laughs> <laughs> Um th- That was that was the one thing. Like, I feel like, I feel like in, you're in right. The I other think seasons
1: have a second season.
3: Yeah, no, I in the they- other. The other shows, like they've, there's clearly some kind of, toward the end of the season, there is a tie that will give you a push to show you that they are coming back. I don't feel like this show. They call, they're calling it obviously Book of Boba Fett. They they called it like the season finale. They didn't call it a series finale. Very true. Right. Very true. Um. So that leaves it open. But I feel like story wise, like when you look at the pieces and parts they left on the table, like there's really not much left there. i I do i agree i think that
0: i think something is going to happen in the mandalorian to push him in some way or the other and there has been so finally i can talk there's been rumors that boba might go hunting down mace Windu, because star wars fanboys cannot help but bring back the man with the purple lightsaber he's
3: dead oh god he's dead. dead Well, no, so no, so I, was Maul not. and the Emperor. So yeah, I was gonna say, yeah,
0: yeah they the somehow Trying to
2: get into superhero categories where a fucking stiff breeze brings people back oh, from the dead. No. I mean, yeah, Maul was
3: my, distinctly cut in half and dropped down a, you know, a an exhaust shoot, and they even showed up at it. the end of it.
1: I'm, I'm going to say a sixty seconds. This is where my salt's really gonna come out because I am. I am a huge Star Wars fan, but I get so mad at Star Wars fans. The whinging I saw was "Book of Boba Fett was garbage. It was trash. It was ruined." Fire Kathleen Kennedy, and I'm so tired, so tired of the fandom being like, "If it's not perfect, it's garbage."
0: So, right? As nothing
1: said at the beginning, some Star Wars is better than no Star Wars. And quite frankly, yes, was there problems with this series? Absolutely. Was it complete trash? No. I, I would like
0: to offer the fact, though, that I actually really enjoyed the series.
1: I did, Because I gave it,
0: like, the, the C plus, B yeah. minus for a lot but of the... I gave it a solid B. Yeah. Like, because I, I like the, the backstory. I mean, I'm obviously a huge Star Wars nerd. I'm wearing a Star Wars shirt and everything tonight for the show. Um, I like the... There you go. I like the Thank deep dives on the five years and how Boba changed and got out of the Sarlacc pit and... I like the slow pacing of The Mandalorian because it gives you time to meet all these people. We're going to talk about it in a second, but the Kenobi series is coming up very soon, right? There's going to be more. Then and Andor is coming later this year, too. These are deep dives on parts of the expanded universe that we haven't had in main cinema. And I think that that's a really good thing. Hands down. Like, I i liked the fact that we get an old man boba fett with tamir morrison i love the way he played this character i like fennec shad's character i a lot of the nods that she gave at the end was like and then she'd kind of like look off and i think in her head at least the way i interpreted it was okay when this goes south i'm gonna escape this way bye
3: yeah it was when, fennec, like making when, making her escape plan right uh-huh. like it's
0: like when the old man goes down and i'm no longer tied to him i'm out this way bye and, you I'm, know. and
1: I'm sorry that that scene where she messed up the pike syndicate leadership fantastic. And they, like, oh. when, when i saw her like lift mock up by his head on the rope i was and then heard the boat like in the in the subtitles it says bones cracking i'm like oh we're just being fierce now <laughs> yeah
3: One- one, dude, one, to, to talk about that scene for a second, there was one particular audio cue that happened right after she hung him mm-hmm. and, you know, that the last guy is, like, walking around, looking around and in the background, there's a there is a drip uh-huh. there's, like, a drip drip, yeah. drip, and I was like holy shit, like that, like, just that little audio cue made me go, ooh, like this scene was just, like Like, perfect. Like, this is the Fennec Shand I've been wanting to see for this entire show. Like, I want to see Fennec Shand doing the shit that that she's supposed to do, which is awesome. I didn't
2: hate the show. I don't think it was the best one they could have done. I think they definitely could have made a better version of this. I don't hate it. I don't even really hate that they take my main man, Boba Fett, and turn him into an old guy. I'm fine with that
0: old man logan was still cool as crap man i'm just telling you
2: he he was old he he had been injured of the sarlacc he like you know he he was a clone so he probably has some ongoing clone issues but he still was able to kick some ass when he needed to and he 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 basically showed I, I love how he hit, killed Cad Bane because it was very much the, the ah, the old guy still has some tricks up his sleeve kind of situation which is what Boba Fett was always really kind of known for in some of the old EU. The gaffy stick.
3: Which yeah. was what? Yeah. What? I, not what I didn't like about that scene was uh, what I a so I I didn't like two things one I didn't like that Cad Bane went out that way I assumed Boba would like cripple him and leave him alive. Like, because I, well, I thought, okay, they've tried. They've been trying to show the fact that Boba has changed through this whole series, and literally, when Boba gets the, when Boba has the opportunity, he's like, fuck it. He, like, he straight up kills Cad Bane. Well,
2: there was uh, there was as far, no book, as, we know,
3: as far as we know, Cad Bane is dead.
2: I, I thought that was that. To me, that was a good callback to the old school Boba Fett for some of the reasons that I've shown you before. But in the old year, there was a book called Boba Fett: A Practical Man. And a huge part of that was he did not leave threats behind to become future threats later. Unless there was a compelling reason, usually money, to do so. And at that point, he did not have a compelling reason to leave Cad Bane alive. So he did what Boba Fett does and murked him.
1: I enjoyed that fight. I enjoyed the Mando Boba gunfight the most that was my favorite part was watching those two fly around and then when they come down and they're like back to back and they're just like do 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 I also liked, and this is why I think they're going the Mandela route when they're sitting there talking and Boba's like dude you can go and Mandela's like no I gave you my word and he's like do you actually believe this garbage and he was like yeah and I was like and Boba's like great I guess we'll both die for honor then you know like I loved that exchange and I think again these are the things that we're seeing that's changing how Boba sees things and how he views the people around him as not motivated by money as motivated by the Tuscans do it for survival and for honor and for family the Mandalorian does it for honor and his word meaning more than just credits right that's the stuff that I took from that I was like that's great and then when watching them just ice a bunch of people is really fun
3: i'd also love to give fennec another shout out because uh, in that first appearance by cad in the finale when he steps out in the alley and, and then boba comes out and they're initially having their first like stare down you know fennec is the one that's like hey dude uh you're angry right now and that's stupid like pull back this is not the time for this bullshit like yeah. I was like, thank you, number two. That's the reason that you that's one of the reasons that Bob needs to keep you around because oh. you kept him from making a horrible decision.
1: I liked the surrender scene where he's like, here, give me your tablet.
3: <laughs> oh, that was great. <laughs> finally a good look, look, finally I a wonderful it. use of that actor as that Twi'lek Nothing. Like that I was Yes. That was sad he didn't get shot.
0: Yeah. I, although shout out to um uh what's her name? Uh Pele? Like, yeah, did, yeah. did she not like look like she was like? I'm gonna take you back to my garage well, later.
3: No. I'm done a Jawa. I'll do you. <laughs> no, no. It was just such. A, it was a combo of so many things. A the the speeder the cart flips and boom, her tooth gets knocked out, and you actually I see should, her pick up her tooth and like throw it. Like she's like.
1: Oh, no. what? Oh. He goes, <laughs> I was like, um, oh, my God.
3: And then, th- you know, she literally, they meet for a second, and then she's like, come over here, cute face, or whatever. Or uh, they're, Like, they're flirting or, uh, for yeah. that brief moment. Like, not now. Later. Uh, yeah. By that the was, way, f- that was nice.
1: Did y'all notice that when the droid was, like, when it was flaming, it was, I just noticed it. I didn't. It's actually Grogu who flips the, mm-hmm. the thing. Grogu yeah. rips that droid's head off. Yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I was and I liked him putting the rancor to sleep. I thought it was, A, it's a nice force power. It's good. I also think, like the fact that much like the last time when he did the big lift up in Mando season one, mm-hmm. using that much force ability for him wears <laughs> him out. He's like, crap, I gotta go to sleep now. I just had to put a, a rancor to sleep. I'm out. <laughs> What's up, rancor buddy? I, lo-
0: I, love that. I love that he started petting it like, this is my and dog he- now. And if
1: you were going to be- bring dog Danny now. Trejo back... That's the moment they should have brought Danny Trejo back. Yeah. Right? Uh, this whole series, and again, maybe this is why I have a soft spot for it. I love Robert Rodriguez. I love El Mariachi. I love Desperado. I love his early stuff. This felt so much like that to me. Like, even when he brought Danny Trejo in, I was like, oh, of course you did. Yeah. Of course.
2: I appreciated that they took him back to the the Tatooine space cowboy roots where it's a space western basically
1: i loved the showdown between cad bane and Cobb vanth and the stupid guy who screwed up the showdown mm-hmm. yeah
0: well i mean that's a trope from, from Deputy, the western, shut sure. up
1: go yeah. in there
0: yeah i think the the thing that's interesting to me was i don't know if we talked about this in the last episode or not but like when mandalore came back they actually showed what happened Mandalore, like the planet. Mm-hmm. Like Ooh, they yeah. went through the whole like a bunch of K2SO droids and stuff like that, walking through the irradiated fields. I thought with that Pro K-2SO droids was
1: nice.
3: Yeah. And I'm like, whoa that's dark even for Star Wars. Well, that's the thing. Like they the the thing that I will give them about this series, and you know, I think maybe like i like you know, we said I gave it a B, like Joe gave it a C, but Joe still liked it. Uh, you know, on certain levels. Like There were a lot of really good and um, interesting choices made through the course of the series. And there were things that I really liked. Beats I really liked. Story pieces I really liked. I just wasn't a big fan of the execution of the whole thing. Yeah, That was the biggest part of it for me. I feel like when you come off of a show. Well, when you come off of the series of shows that Disney Plus has done so far. All the Marvel stuff that they've done. When you come off Mandalorian. Like there is an expectation kind of for how that storytelling is done and I'm not to say that you shouldn't throw expectation in the wind and do something different but I felt like to Joe's point earlier there was a lot about this that felt a little disjointed over the course of it and yeah it kind of it fell kind of more into line toward the end but again there is this clear delineation between episodes 4 and 5 where suddenly they're like okay we gotta get some we're gonna we're gonna felt like filler yeah, we're gonna we're gonna like start really like leaning into that fina- that final episode, and boom, the last three episodes were like, you know, on point. Like I was excited to watch those episodes. Whereas going from one to two from to two to three, like I I wasn't as yeah uh, I wasn't as excited to sit down and watch it as I was the last three episodes.
2: I f- oh. kind of felt like they could have condensed the two Mandalorian episodes into one, and probably been fine. Um, and like. Like I said, I, I didn't hate the show. I, it's not my favorite one they've done. I do, to, t- to Malo's previous point, point that we've talked about it before, I do really, really appreciate that we're finally starting to see more of the Star Wars galaxy that does not revolve around the Skywalker clan. Even though Luke mm-hmm. Skywalker was in it, he didn't really play that pivotable... Like, he's, he's almost...
1: He's a side character here. Yeah,
2: side character. He didn't really matter that much, which I do really like the way they did the actor on this one. He
3: looked a little less robotic.
1: So, $5. Did you watch the
3: thing about how they're doing the, the Skywalker? No. Oh, yeah. I, I've I read all... i I watched the yeah. documentaries, and then, I, of course, so, the last week, or the last couple days, has been, like, Twitter and social media ablaze with how it was garbage how they did all this, and it's like, you know, really... Mark, I like like, it. Mark is Ugh. actually
1: there. Yeah! yeah when, they, when they do Luke, they have two. So, Mark does the scenes mm-hmm. as Mark... And they have a stand-in to help with certain stuff that has a close enough visage to do it. Watch the documentary, but Mark is, and and he's getting credited, Mark is there and was there for the Mandalorian Season 2 thing. Speaking of which, the thing that I was afraid of, and I think would have cheapened this a little bit, and a lot of people were wondering if Book of Boba Fett was going to pull a Mandalorian Season 2. Mandalorian season two. Obviously, we have the cool Luke sequence at the end of the season, which is neat and it's a fun one-off. But like Malo said about getting away, from Joe was saying about getting away from the Skywalker clan, there was a rumor floating around for a minute that Han and Chewie were going to show up.
3: Oh yeah, I'm glad in they the didn't final happen.
1: episode. And I was like, Ugh, depending on how you do it. But I'm glad actually that they didn't. Yeah. They're I'm not glad needed. we didn't be like, let's drag this in here for fan service. Yeah. Cause they could, they totally could have been like, Hey Harrison, we're going to de age you like De Niro. <laughs> right. And you know, we got a Wookiee. It's all good. And we got a Wookiee. It's fine. Um, and so we used the cat that we used for episode nine. And I'm glad they didn't bring Harrison. I'm glad they didn't bring Han Han did not need to be part of this story. And I could see where they might've thought about it. I will say
2: one of my favorite parts about this, and it, it, it's it's the irony's not lost on me that it has nothing to do with Book of, Pope of Fett, But my favorite part about this series, so far, was when they showed Dendajar and taking the space liner from the Halo world to <laughs> Because to me, that just gave you like a really good taste of how the rest of the galaxy lives.
3: Well, and how way, and how Mando like L- Mando literally has M- Mando's in coach. He's getting a shit checked through security. Like, you know, uh, he, you know, for him being a focal point, focal character point, <laughs> and, he is literally just another dude to most of the galaxy.
1: So nice little Easter egg too for my Disney people. If you go, that droid was created That's, for the Star Tours ride at Disneyland. That is the droid that is flying your little shuttle through the star tours ride before r2d2 takes over there's and also a, ver- brought that in.
3: a version of that droid is also used as the dealer in the yep. was used as the dealer in the casino it's that same yes. type of it's yep. a similar model but yeah. it's
1: it's the disney star tours droid yeah i also glad for the people who play jedi fallen order they brought in the BD droid, which
3: Oh, God. Yeah. Fallen Order. Loved BD. When when BD did the little feet dance, I was just I was squealing because <laughs> like <laughs> I, when when Fallen dude, when Fallen Order came out, like I loved Fallen Order. I thought it was a love awesome it. It was a game. I loved the storytelling. But that little droid, I got so attached to that little droid through the course of that game that to see that little droid brought to life in uh you know, in an actual series i was overwhelmed a little overwhelmed when i saw that droid come out i was like like, oh oh my god it's bd and even (laughs) if it's not bd1 it's a bd unit right it's just that doing the little happy feet dance i was like it's it's this is i'm so happy yeah i'm also the type of person that like when cad bane came in or when they showed when chrysanthem came in like i was like thank you for bringing in these characters that are ancillary they are part of canon you know but maybe part of legends and you know i like the fact that they do that because it's it's not only them acknowledging that these things like we can use these characters that are already written because they fit perfectly into these roles that we need them to
1: and they've done it all the way back to rogue one so Force yeah. what character rogue one was a character from clone wars um lies and rebels deception and I'm, I'm super happy that they're not afraid because the mcu is afraid to do it for a long time and the mcu didn't do it but with feloni and favreau they've been like no we're gonna suck in all the stuff from the cartoons and all this stuff that we've determined is canon. We will bring those to life in live action. Like I'm so happy they're willing to do that. That just gives me joy. All right. Last thing we're gonna do
0: before we have to jump off tonight: Kenobi series comes on May 25th to
3: Disney Plus.
0: Did they, did they confirm that? Yep. 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 It's I out there. That. It's out there on the StarWars.com.
3: And not just one season. Lead, not just one season of Andor, but they've already signed for a second. Yeah, uh-huh. at least two. Which I'm
2: really hoping that they they don't do the character arc bullshit with Andor because, like, in it, they kind of did it in Rogue One. But whenever you get meet Andor for the first time in Rogue One, he is a hard ass who is traumatized by the things that he's had to do.
3: Oh yeah, for sure. Andor is the ki- Andor. You know, I I've called. Andor a Han analog in the past, but that's because the first time you see Andor, like the first in the interaction box. you get with Andor, Andor's like, well, it's me or you, and you gotta go, boom, later, <laughs> you know? So, the nice thing about the
1: Obi-Wan premiere, it is exactly 45 years after the release of Star Wars Episode Four. That's
2: I'm, nice. I'm kind of looking forward to it. I think you and McGregor can do a fantastic job as an actor. Um, I think... Free a very stiff dialogue they had in the, the the prequels. I think he can. I can think he can do really good things with that role.
3: Uh, if there was anybody, if there was any actor of the time that was going to you know replace Alec Guinness and take over that role, I mean, mm-hmm. you and McGregor did a phenomenal job. Like, I, saying
1: I hope they want to be sassy again. I'm sure they were yeah, with yeah. all the hello there
3: yeah. memes yeah. that are out there now, right? I I think Uh, like Like, yeah, like I feel like it will be there. I think people need to
2: be ready for angry bitter.
3: (laughs) Uh, Obi Wan. Yeah. I'm interested to see how. (laughs) Yeah, I'm interested to see how they play the the passing of time versus the events that have happened in the universe. Right. So when they bring Kenobi in, when we start his series, like. For example, like we've seen in Rebels, like there was a period of time where, uh, you know, for those of you spoilers, you know, Maul and Kenobi get a second duel on Tatooine and it goes poorly for Maul.
2: Yep. Have they said how long, what, what time frame it's supposed to be I, in it? I haven't, I haven't seen anything said. yet. I mean, it's, I, o- it's obviously got to be before the the later three my, movies. My,
1: my guess is, and, and based on some of the leaks I've seen, I'm thinking we're six or seven years after Revenge of the Sith, so I think Luke. I think you will see Luke as a young boy, briefly, um, but I think that's about it.
2: Uh, my question, um, though, is is how they it, it, because Hayden Christensen's in it. He is as Darth Vader. Yep. I'm. I am. When I saw that, I was immediately concerned. Not because Hayden Christensen. Whatever. I'm over that, but. How are they going to hand wave the canon then? Because if they have an interaction in this series, which it sounds like they're probably going to, then Darth Vader has to have known that Obi-Wan was still
1: around. So the the nice thing about the old dialogue is what I last left you. I was but the learner. Now I'm the master. You could hand wave that by saying right now he's a Sith apprentice. He is not. If you're only a few years after Re- Revenge of the Sith, he is not in his full like dark side power mode that you see in Rogue One. And so you can throw in another Obi-Wan Vader fight, right? Maybe one where, and actually it would make more sense this way if you think about it, where he's like, I haven't sensed that person. And then when he talks to Tarkin, he says, you know, Tarkin's like, your old master here. You know, it would make more sense if Obi Wan escapes Vader and Vader thinks he's dead. As opposed to the way Obi Wan left Vader dying on a hill on Mustafar, so I can actually see it making more sense if they have one more fight.
3: I uh, so funny that you mentioned that because I literally just watched Revenge of the Sith today. Um, I kind of got on a little Star Wars kick. I was like, oh, I'll watch the movies again. So I threw it on while I was working, and it got to the end, and uh, you know, I got to that little scene where you know Obi and uh, and Anakin, Anakin's sitting there basically melting. <laughs> right? Uh, oh my god, I'm melting. And I, all I could think of myself was, what a dick move to just walk away. What? <laughs> like the, the most colossal asshole move. To, like this person that you considered <laughs> your best friend, uh, you know, your brother. And you're going to let them just sit there and slowly die in agony. And you that remember? is why Obi- Obi-Wan oh.
0: could have just ended oh. it. Like all Obi-Wan had to do was go over there and go poke. And we would have been saved the end
2: entire thing well, i think that's what, that ties back into the whole thing that the the jedi were not the good guys and at that point obi-wan was by their own definition emotionally compromised yep. he had just mm-hmm. seen his entire order get destroyed and i think we I, I really hope they tackle that in the show and i think they will i think he's going to be struggling with dark like there's gonna be some
3: ptsd stuff so, that he is going
2: remember, to be struggling Mike, you
1: remember the, the old west end game star wars the original West yeah, End game yeah. star wars the class that they based on Obi-Wan's character in the movies was specifically called a fallen Jedi.
3: Yeah.
1: Right? Mm-hmm. And I think that's mm-hmm. what we're going to get. Uh, BitPlayer says they would like to see Qui-Gon. I would I like would to see Qui-Gon. Shocked. I would not be shocked. I, In fact, I'll be a little surprised if we don't. Based on what happened in Rebels and in Clone Wars, I will actually be a little surprised. And actually... Since you watched Revenge of the Sith today, the thing that Yoda tells Obi-Wan to do at the end of Revenge of the Sith is I made contact with Qui-Gon. He's going to teach you how to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. So I will actually be surprised if we do not see Qui-Gon in Force well, yeah. Ghost form.
3: And that's my understanding of the of the situation with Hayden coming back is I'm, I am almost 100 percent sure it's going to be in flashback. We may even see him being. We may him see see him as Darth Vader in the armor. I don't think necessarily that we'll see Obi Wan and Darth Vader have a fight. I think if anything,
1: Aiden will be in the armor.
3: Yeah, and and they have shown
1: him practicing
0: with the lightsabers, but not against, but not against uh, Obi uh, Obi, right? Like that's those two may not have been in the same kind of thing, and so it could be a Rogue One kind of thing where he just goes hunting down all the rest of the Jedi. Oh, and there Obi-Wan's may be a situation
3: yeah i be exactly that where where you know obi-wan comes into contact with vader through trying to assist other jedi right yeah or you know, that we know they're of hunting the jedi
1: down for 10 15 years after yeah. order 66 by the way to bring Ooh. us back to book of boba fett so we got the order 66 flashback for grogu where yep. luke mm-hmm. helps him remember who rescued grogu
2: they already covered that on the internet. You can go look that article up, they'll talk them all about it.
0: No, nope. yeah, who did? Who? Who? who,
2: I, can't did? who, who? Uh, I can't remember her name off the But She was one of the Jedi that was like, very briefly, she has the facial tattoos and...
1: Ah, uh, you're subscribed uh, to that theory. Okay. But, but that's a theory, we don't have any confirmation. We don't.
2: I don't think they'll ever totally cover that. I I think with I, Obi-Wan, I, I, I believe in my heart of hearts that he's going to get lured off Tatooine for something, either saving the Jedi or just feeling like he needs to confront Vader again because he realized that Anakin didn't die on Mustafar and um, feels like it's his responsibility to stop it. I would love to see another fight between them. I think that would be great, but I don't think they necessarily have to have that fight for it to be a confrontation like it could be a starship battle like they, they're, they're fighting and fighters and Obi-Wan gets shot the down. obi
1: hates flying.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, like, they could do it something like that. I Like, I don't know how they're going to do that show without a confrontation between him and Vader at some point.
3: I like to think I, I'm, I'm, on your, I'm on with you, Joe, about uh, it also not necessarily taking place on Tatooine or like Obi-Wan not being necessarily on Tatooine for the series. I don't think he's going to be. Yeah, I was gonna say because I feel like my, my gut feeling is like story wise, like Obi Wan dropped off Luke to the Lars family and was like, I gotta get the fuck out for a little while. Like I can't like he'll be safe with you guys. Nobody's lo- nobody knows he's here. Yeah. Like I can't stick around. Like I if I stick around, I'm just drawing more attention. I, like I need I, to be gone.
2: I kinda wonder if he goes off tattooing specifically to lay a trail away from tattooing.
3: That uh, uh, makes per- I mean that would make perfect sense to me
2: because yeah. I feel like if if Anakin had showed up on Tatooine, he probably would have detected that Luke was there because he knew he had kids or was supposed oh, he, to have kids.
1: that that's the thing that again, they haven't established the new one. but in the old Canon, when Palpatine tells Anakin that Padme died, He's not aware that the kids didn't die with her. But if he
2: shows up on Tatooine and feels a Force presence related to him, like he's probably going to put two and two together.
1: If he's not looking for it, would he sense it?
3: Yeah, because I mean, Lord knows they launched again with he was with his daughter You know, in the on the uh, the transport at the beginning of New Hope and apparently had no idea that she was related to him.
2: But he also detected Luke when he was cruising by in the shuttle like a few, uh, like
3: two movies later. But he knew that he had a son at that point. Yeah.
1: And and also when he when he's chasing Luke down in the first pit, he's like the force is strong with this one. But he's not like, oh, that must be my kid.
2: All well, I mean, right, I see what you're saying because there's also the thing where Ahsoka didn't recognize Anakin at first.
1: Yeah, my mm. presumption um, is that he doesn't know that Luke and Leia exist at all. And and, and Anakin would have no reason to go to Tatooine oh. in my my head.
3: Oh, and in my mind certainly the emperor knows but the emperor's not telling Vader. Well, I, mean, I think the I think the emperor I, knows. I think the emperor knows because again
1: kind of go back to empire where he's like where they're like they find out that it's skywalker and he's like the son of skywalker must not become a jedi i don't think he knows either i think they got away with that one clean
2: well i mean i I don't really super buy the whole he has no reason to go to tattooing situation because like dude got melted on mustafar and then built a fortress there but he hates
0: (laughs) sand he does hate sand. yeah it's coarse by the or way the cast, the cast for the upcoming Obi-Wan series is beyond Ewan McGregor and Hayden Christensen is fantastic. With Kumal Nanjani like, also being on there, Rupert Friend, Maya Erskine, Soon Kang. Ooh. It's all about family. Let's go. Moses Ingram's oh, going to be. Kang. Yeah. Bye.
3: Yeah, oh, I mean, he's going to go that. really fast oh, and furious. It's going to be fantastic. he's going to be one of the
1: Inquisitors.
3: I think so. Yeah. I mean, you, I, I, hey. God, hopefully, I hope they call him Han Solo again. Han Solo. I would love that if he's oh, playing the same yeah. character. Yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that series. I think it's going to be really, really
0: good. Uh, we also have Moon Knight starting up very soon. That's going to be bonkers. Yeah. We'll mm-hmm. have a, we'll have a recap episode about that coming up. Uh, until so then, thank you all for hanging out with us in chat tonight. Oh, wait, we're done. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I know it goes quickly, doesn't it?
2: <laughs> uh, wait, we haven't even bitched about the Naboo starfighter.
1: I, I, oh, I, I, I have will,
2: nothing to bitch
3: about. For I that. will hear nothing a, of I that. They had a lot of fun with that. I love it. Yep.
1: Any, 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 the,
0: any, all the, all the deads. All the dads no. in chat know exactly what that what that scene was happening, <laughs> yep. and when he you punches the, it at the end, and we're the like, the yep group,
2: the Grogu Pope mobile bubble in the back." <laughs> when I first saw it, the first thing that popped in my head. You remember in the '90s when Homer Simpson designed the, the Homer, the car? Yes, uh, yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Oh, so they have the Homer."
0: Yep. <laughs> oh my god! It comes full circle. It's great. It's fantastic. I, I
3: did. I did love that at the end when he's like, "No, no, all right, one more time." Yeah. Like, how many jumps into hyperspace has he made going absolutely nowhere? Uh-huh. <laughs> you know? Because it's uh, fun, and
0: then you get the little squeal yeah.
1: at the end. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Those two need to be together.
0: Yes. Thank you all for joining us tonight. Uh, man, so, you, guys were, you guys were fantastic in chat. Everybody was fantastic on the panel. Uh, one last plug. If you haven't already, go... Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Show us a little love over there. Uh, if you want to learn more about it, go to PlayIdentico.com or find us at Identico
3: uh, on just about every social in the hey, world. You know, Mallow, can I make a real quick plug? Yeah. Considering the content of what we're talking about today. Yes, you may. Um, if you enjoy Star Wars and enjoy Star Wars story- storytelling. Yes, you do. Please, please give uh, this podcast a listen. It's called Redemption. It's the redemptionpodcast.com. It's the Star Wars podcast that I've been a part of for the last six years. Uh, we tell stories based in the uh, around the time of the Clone Wars. We just got past the Clone Wars. Um, it is a wonderful, like found family, uh, comedy and drama. A lot of fun. There's a lot to listen to. Pick it up wherever you want, and uh, if you enjoy Star Wars, Star
1: Wars, podcast out there.
3: I I we think we believe we are the oldest running Star Wars actual play out there. And you all just uh were featured as
0: part of Star Wars Podcast Day as well. And yes, a slight yes. plug cuz I believe Kaylee from the Chaos mm-hmm. Incorporated is also on that podcast. So She is. Uh, Kaylee
3: uh, is our editor and uh yes, yeah. Kaylee is wonderful. So go check so please, that out. Uh, yeah. redemptionpodcast.com or you can find us at, uh, at redemption pod on the Twitters. Yep.
0: And it's, and it's awesome because we were giving Michael some crap before the show started because his character is the same species as Cad Bane. And so we I expected was so him excited. to come on with a, a hat and everything. It was
3: fantastic. The first like live action duro with lines. I was so thrilled.
0: Yeah. Uh, Joe, can people find you anywhere else on the internet?
2: discord and yep. steam that's about
0: it find him on discord come hang out with us from there alex crap in the Identico one yes you absolutely may well, <laughs> alex where can people find
1: be you and at the store I am alex the humanoid everywhere i will be back monday for our newest episode of chaos inc although this is, is gonna be a fun be... one too mm. oh yeah and i will be running identico tomorrow at Gamers Heaven in linwood so If you want to know what's going on with Chaos Inc and all that stuff, follow us there. I'm Alex the Humanoid. Yep. Uh, And I am
0: Mallow. You can find me at the Mallow Man literally everywhere on the planet. Uh, Come check us out from there. Uh, Show us some love all around. Uh, Otherwise, we will see you all next week. So be good to yourselves. Be good to each other. Continue to wear a mask and be safe out there. Uh, Drink your water. Take your vitamins.
3: And we will see you next week. This is the way.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: This is the way.